have the opportunity to have her with us right here in the house. I just want to take this moment and have you just stand to your feet and welcome to the platform tonight, Dr. Wendy Treat. It's such a pleasure and an honor to have you. We love you. Love you. Praise the Lord. Ah, so sweet. Thank you. That is so nice. You guys have the best ice cream anywhere. I mean, I can't believe it. I would love to take some home to Casey. We are like, I have to tell you, ice cream is definitely the thing, man. We love it. And I'm like, last night, you know, they gave me this little cup. They gave me a little at the end. They gave me this much in the cup. And I was like... Oh, obviously, they think I need this much. <laughs> so I ate that much, and then I said, um, more? <laughs> and then I asked Shelby, do they have ice cream on Saturday night, too? <laughs> Sunday? Do we have ice cream? She goes, all the time. I said, I think I just might move here. <laughs> Yum. It's so good. And we, we um, hiked Badger Mountain this morning, and I had to... It was so beautiful. If you've never done your own Badger Mountain, man, you should go and hike that thing. It's, it's, it's a pretty good, easy, just take your guns for rattlesnakes. Like, they, like, she didn't tell me or nothing like that, but mind you, I'm a Wenatchee kid. I graduated in Wenatchee, so I actually had thought, I wonder if there's any rattlesnakes on this little trail. trail. But, you know, the people before us, they, they got bit, but we just jumped over it. Because, you know, no, no deadly thing shall come near us. We are faith women. You know, you know what I'm saying? So nothing happened. We're all, we're here. We're all good. But it was absolutely phenomenal. And I just loved it. I feel so privileged to be at um, the amazing conference, Beautify. And just everybody. Shelby is such an amazing, and she told me as a hype, I got to hear all your testimonies. So, wow. I'm just saying, hello. Like, glory to God in the highest. And uh, all the combinations of the testimonies reminded me extremely like mine my husband's, and my kids. So I thought, wow, that is a, there is miracles all around us when um, God is, is, is present. And some of you might be in the midst of believing for a real unique miracle with your own family. But listen, I know I'm standing here as a miracle of God that as different things happen in my life, that instead of walking down the dark pathway of death and, and sadness and many marriages, I think, oh my goodness, I just would have been the worst wife without getting saved. I would have like failed miserably because I just would have bossed him around and then said, go away and got, give me another one. And not that they would have all wanted to get me. I just would have just thought that about myself. But, and, um, but, but, but being saved brings such a strength of peace in my life. I, I don't know if they got it. I sent a picture late of my family, just so you can kind of see this is my crew. I don't know if it's going to pop up because I have other pictures that are going to pop up. Do you think they, they didn't get it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> They'll get it tomorrow. If it happens to show up, just pop it up there and I'll tell everybody there's my crew so Casey and I've been married 37 years and we started Christian Faith Center in 1980 1980 who is alive in 1980 I mean, oh my goodness, I was like such a punk kid. It's just a miracle that everything just didn't fall apart. Casey, you know, many of you don't know anything about like really the testimony, but it is such a miracle of watching what 
the Lord will do. Casey was raised in a non-church background, got arrested so many times. He totaled four cars. Um, and, and, and the amazing thing about not only totaled four cars, he did not have a bone broken himself and he never hurt another person. I mean, how does that happen? Total four cars and never hurt another person. Because that would have been a very sad reality because he doesn't remember the accidents. It isn't like he, you know, he was so out of it using so many different kinds of weird drugs that probably now are legal in our state. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm like, you know, praise the Lord. They weren't legal at that time. And so he did get arrested and praise the Lord that a judge did say either you go to prison or you go to a rehab center and just glory to God. He went to a rehab center and he had an amazing uh, mentor that was there that himself had been in prison most all of his own life. And God just really uh, did amazing thing. I was raised in a PK home. So I'm a, a pastor's home. So not that, not that I was a good girl, but I'm just saying that I was better than him. You all know I'm making a total joke, but the grace of God, you know, sometimes some people, you remember that scripture in John that says he's been, um, has been forgiven much, loves much. Well, when I first read that, I was like, oh my goodness. Well, obviously Casey's been forgiven so much that how can, how can, how can I have that word be true in my life? And it really bothered me because I wanted, I didn't want Casey to be able to love God more than me, you know, because I was like, wait, that doesn't seem fair. If a person is really wild and crazy in the spirit of the Lord through my life of just understanding, I feel like he just taps, you know, he just taps your heart. And he says, just a minute, honey. He said, what would you have done? What path would you have walked? Where would you have ended up? You have been loved much. You have been loved much. See, some of you didn't have to walk down all the dark pathways that other people walk down. And so you, some of us have somewhat, you can have almost a, a self-righteousness of, yeah, well, you know, I didn't do that. But would you not have done that? Would you not have eventually done all kinds of things in your life except that you got born again before you did it? Before it happened in your life, you were saved by grace. And so you don't have to deal with some of the memories that people have had to deal with and get healed with. You, didn't, you haven't had to deal with some of the, the, the relationships that ended up in destruction and caused a wound in your soul. Why? Because by the grace of God, you got saved before it happened. But listen, I can guarantee you, I thought, man, I got born again and I was raised in a very safe environment. So I didn't have anything really bad happen, really. I mean, you know, I started stealing it for... But other than that, you know, and then I started smoking at eight, but I was raised in a pastor's kid. So, you know, that is all, uh, covered by the blood. No, it's, it's not. And, uh, but, but I, I was walking down this pathway and then by the grace of God, really, I just didn't, I didn't dive in. I didn't jump over the cliff, but it's seven. There's my family. There they go. See, I just said, jump it up there. So there's my sweet husband. There's my son right next to me. He's my army son. So he's 26. He's in the army and he's not married. 26, 26. He's going, 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 gone. Anybody want to take him? Anybody want to take him? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll give you a number to text him. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> if he knew I did that, he is so not that. He's an intelligence in the army, so you can kind of get his personality. And then right next to him, that you can't cut. Oh, there you can see this. Is there's my 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 son, and he makes this guy look like he has short hair now because this was taken almost a year ago. So basically, it's now down to here. He he believes he's Samson. 
We're trying to help him out with understanding, but he thinks that he's Samson. He cannot cut his hair. And here's his wife, beautiful wife. And our, and she wasn't feeling good that day. It's the only day ever she had a little fever, but this is our little granddaughter. And then this is our beautiful girl, Tasha Suzanne and her beautiful husband, Moses Masita. And uh, we are blessed of the Lord right there. That is a blessing of the Lord that makes us rich. And so that's my crew. Amen. So we are, we are serious. Who would have thought when you know at many of you have the same testimony in so many ways, you, you start, you start living for Christ and then you watch the blessing and there is not, and even in all the blessings, there have been all kinds of challenges. Casey went through chemo. I've I had cancer, you know, talk about financial challenges. You build and, and you have so many financial challenges in life and, and people all around us losing homes and, and going through the stress of that. One of my closest friends who lived right next to us had their, their, their child die. And we were there in a second. And I mean, there's been so many, um, horrible things and yet so many things that God look what the Lord has done and I, I give this part of the testimony of life because sometimes we come to church and we look at what everybody looks like and everybody looks like you know they all look nice and everything looks like they live a perfect life and sometimes people have a misidea about the preacher that stands up here oh God everything has just really been easy for them and they're all and and sometimes even the way we talk about wow God is good God is amazing but mind you I believe God is good and God is amazing and I have gone through valleys and I've gone through the shadows and I've gone through some of the pitfalls and I've had the you know the same kind of challenges but we choose to walk by faith we choose to walk the pathway of saying my God is more than enough and my God will take me through yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil because why why do we have to fear no evil why does the why does the world fear evil and the world world have depression and the world have nowhere because they have nowhere to go but he goes with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me and the spirit of god god it says this in hebrews he said i never leave you and i never forsake you so in the midst of your valley in the midst of the challenge because we live on the earth earth life is a challenge earth life is not heaven we sometimes get mad at god we get mad at the circumstances because we have this false idea that earth life is supposed to be all of what heaven has to offer heaven has to offer us there will be no sickness there will be no sadness there will be no tears in heaven because there is nothing that is a sadness in heaven there will be an abundance and not only that but we get to sit at the at the lamb's supper and i'm not sure what you all that what's going to be there but i'm pretty sure your ice cream's going to be at that supper I'm just saying, and I'm going to sit right there for a while and, and, and just, and it's just going to, and, and heaven, we are to actually, the Bible teaches us that we are to encourage each other with the promise of where we are walking into eternity, but we're not there yet. And I'm not in a hurry to get there because I'm not in a hurry to get there because I have a dream and a mission of what God has called me to do as we walk on earth, but we do walk on earth. We walk in earth and we walk on a cursed earth. You know, Romans says the whole earth itself groans and travails under what has happened on earth. So that means there is stuff that happens that is not what God would have planned in the sense of he did, he, had, he, he created a beautiful earth. And yet the devil was allowed to take over and bring in destruction onto the earth. And we live in that. I mean, all I got to do is just go outside and look at the grass. There's weeds. God didn't have no weeds. 
just that little tiny thing. God, I have no weed. I'm just saying that <laughs> I didn't even hold it right. I'm doing right. Okay, but, okay. And uh, but but God, if you have to realize that we can see the curse in the littlest form, and yet we get mad if the curse happens in a larger form. And you have to. We have to remember John 10:10. 10, 10, the thief comes. The devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil comes to destroy your life from you, to keep you from the pathway of peace and joy and wholeness in your life. And I just want to encourage us. I have a, I have a kind of, I hopefully a building word this evening that will strengthen you in our walk of faith, that will strengthen you as we call those things that be not as though they are. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says that we walk by faith, that we are people that we are going to be people that walk by those things that we do not see the things that we cannot always see see walking by faith in fact i'll, I'll we'll just read it before i uh, before you look in hebrews 11 1 go ahead and get in your bible but as you're turning that i'm just going to mention this because i'm not going to mention this but we, i have a cd a music cd that we do that we actually just did at christian faith center and uh, they're all original songs if you hadn't haven't heard them they're really lifting and beautiful and it's a great new sound um and the of course my favorites are my daughter Tasha's things and oh my goodness she just lets you just she just throws you on into heaven well she does me and um some of my favorite but um like breaking the silence it's like it's just it's igniting and it's exciting to listen to and you you just feel excited um my daughter my granddaughter's um favorite one is dance 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 she just loves to dance and there's some fairly red some fun ones and then this is called the book is called shoes wisely and um the spirit lord really um showed me this it's kind of a funny it's like funny because it has a shoes and it shoes wisely and i literally was riding my bicycle i love to ride my bike and um i was riding my bike down the road, just minding my own business. And the spirit of the Lord just speaks to me about, I want you to write a book. And you have to realize when God, you know, kind of, I'm like, what? And I've written books. It has been something that God has called me to do is write books, but it's not always even still in my comfort zone because it's like, God, other people can write better than I can write. And he says, I want you to write a book. I'm like, okay, God, I did hear that. Well, what do you want me to say? Shoes wisely, shoes wisely, shoes. And he says, yes, you love shoes. I love shoes. And and he says, you shoes an example of my character and of my ways. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay. And then I started thinking about shoes and just all the different kinds of shoes. And one of the chapters I use, which it's kind of funny, but I just started, when you started thinking, I use this one chapter and I use the illustration of boxing shoes. And you know how when you see a boxer in a ring, right? They wear a, a flat shoe, but then it goes real high. And the boxing shoes has laces that go all the way up. And he said, okay, boxing shoes. And I'm like, okay, boxing shoes. Okay, boxing shoes. And then he said, now, use that as an example of forgiveness. And I went, oh, my goodness. Because when you put on a boxing shoe as opposed to a slipper, because a slipper, it's just easy. You just put it on. And it's pretty easy to just put a slipper on. But a boxing shoe, to get it on properly, you have to put in your foot. And then you have to, on purpose, really put the laces and lace it up all the way to the top. And forgiveness, God says to put on forgiveness, but it's not easy. It's not easy. Forgiveness just doesn't slip on. It's not always easy because the reason that you have to forgive is somebody was a jerk in your life. 
You know, somebody treated you wrong or some bad situation happened. And it's not just, and I, and I use it as an illustration. It's, you know what? Forgiveness is not always easy. It's an on-purpose decision to bring you down this place to an emotional healing in, in your life. So you put it on and then you rope it up and you learn how to, and then you strap it on there real tight so that it won't fall off. You know, so that's one of the chapters. So maybe if that would strengthen you, and if you can go through all that, there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there, but get some stuff back there and then I don't have to think about it again. But look in your Bible. Are you there? Okay. So we're going to look in Hebrews 11 and verse, let me see if I've got it. Hebrews 11 and verse one. Now faith, just going to read verse one. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good uh, testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. Verse 5, by faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. Verse 7, by faith Noah being divinely warned of things not seen, moved with godly fear. Then it says, verse 8, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out to a new place. In verse 9, by faith, he dwelt in the land of promise. Verse 11, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child. We're dealing with Chapter 11 of Hebrews is called the faith chapter. Hebrews 11.6 is really serious, a beautiful verse. Hebrews 11.6. But without faith, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seeks him. So let's talk about this faith that we recognize in the in this amazing chapter of Hebrews he communicates it by faith people of old did all kinds of actions in their life they had children they moved into new situations they built an, a, an amazing ark that saved people by faith they didn't know what to do they didn't see all that was there but by faith they went forward. And so you and I have to decide, you know, what kind of path are you and I going to follow? You have to decide what path are you going to follow? What guides you in your life? You know, too many of us walk on earth and we haven't really decided, you know, really what guides me. Is it the newspaper? Is it what the peers around you say? Is it your culture? Is it what is popular around? Is it what, what everybody wants you to do? You as a Christian, you and I have to decide. I mean, are we going to see what does, the, what does the word of God have to say? Am I going to walk the pathway of the word of God? Am I going to decide to live in that place? What, what, what are you going to say guides your life? And I really want to encourage you to really dive into this place of walking by faith. Walking by faith is saying, God... 
What do you have for me? God, what do you see for me? God, how can I live this pathway in my life? What do I do? How do I live this life on this earth to bring honor and to bring glory to you? I want to please. I want to. And as we just read that particular scripture, again, I'll just read it because it's kind of fun to just reread that. But it says again, it says in verse six, but without faith it's impossible to please him. So see, I just want to encourage you that you just see some people read a scripture and they read it almost from an empty cup perspective. Oh my goodness. By faith, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So you read it from that perspective as opposed to, I, I want to encourage us to read it like this. Oh yeah. Since I got faith, I please God. See what I'm saying? I got faith. So I please God. I'm a, I'm a God pleasing person. Because I'm a person that calls those things that be not as though they are. I'm a person that walks by faith, not by sight. Now, so how do I live that in the whole of my life? Okay, now I am a faith person. I am walking that pathway. How do I get through some of the different issues of life? And how do I figure it out to live uh, as a faith person in my life? And faith is one of those kind of things that I really, I, I have the desire to be able to communicate it well, that we are people that learn how to walk by faith. But the thing is, when I was way back in Bible school, back in the day, and, and, and I was a, just a Methodist kid. You know, I was just a, you know, happy-go-lucky Methodist kid that got born again. And I went to a Pentecostal school, and, and, and they would use this, you know, be a faith person and walk by faith. And, you know, and, and I would be like, well, I don't understand. I can't figure this out, you know. And I can remember feeling intimidated and kind of really put off by that, those spiritual words. You know, the spiritual word of faith, you know, and it always felt like, you know, big spiritual people understood all the time what that meant. You know, walk by faith, live by faith, choose to, to build your family by faith, build your emotional health by faith, build your health by faith. And I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, woohoo, praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pleaser of God. And, but I still felt not clear. You know, there was a, there was a sense of that, that I'm not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not spiritual enough. I'm not, I'm just, I don't really get it. I don't really understand it totally, God, you know. And, and so I would ask God, help me to understand this, you know, because what is this faith thing? So I put together like a little picture, the little picture thing that I hope in understanding faith will give you a visual that helps me. It just gives you a, a visual of faith. Now it's taken me, it took me really, it actually took me a whole year to put together this little visual. And, and the first thing I don't, I didn't put it as the number one. So I'm going to tell you right now, I want you to show, because I realize if I don't do it as number one, no one will, no one will know what I'm doing. So, so would you put the one that has a really pink, beautiful skyline to it? That's the number one photo that I'd like you to show. Okay. So this, I just want you to see, okay, what, what's this right here? You, you, you can see that's Mount Rainier, right? And especially since we're all Northwestern, we've seen Mount Rainier, okay? So here's, here's, the, here's Mount Rainier, and, and, and just notice that tree right there. You there? Okay. Uh, what? Is this Saturday night or something? You all asleep? Okay. Okay. So here's Mount Rainier. Now, just show me next picture. Picture number one. Doesn't really matter which area you go. 
Okay. Oh, oh my goodness. Do you see the tree? Oh, you kind of see more than the one tree, but can you see the tree? It's this tree that was in that other picture right there. There's the tree right there, okay? Do you see that tree? What else do you see? More trees. And clouds. Clouds, right? Okay, show me the next picture. Oh, there's the tree again. Okay, and what do you see? Yeah, trees, green trees. Yeah, mountain, mountainous, low range. You re- are you with me? Then don't be going to sleep because you got to get the end. I'm just saying. Okay, show me another one. Oh my, that's a white with trees. It's getting a little bit cloudy, right? A little cloudy. Not so pretty. Next one. Oh my goodness, it's freezing cold tree. <laughs> Do you ever live in your day of your life and feel like, and I don't feel nothing? Nothing's going on. I don't feel any presence of God. I don't really feel anything. It's kind of cold. Okay, next one. Okay, now, now, oh, here's the tree. And what's this right here? What is that? Come on, I'm, come on, you're right. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be afraid. I'm not going to go wrong. I'm not doing that, okay? Okay, what do you see? But, but not all of Mount Rainier, huh? You don't see it all. Okay, let me show you next. Show me another one. Uh, wait, blue sky, really beautiful. Where's Mount Rainier? I don't see it again. What happened to it? Next picture. Oh, a rainbow! The promise shows up. Okay, there's a promise. Where's Mount Rainier? Do you, do you see the trees? See the trees. Okay, show me the next picture. Oh my goodness! What do you see? Mount Rainier. But what do you also see? Okay, in every single picture, Mount Rainier was there. Every single picture. That's my house. I take that from my house. I know, isn't that beautiful? It is the best amazing example of faith that I can give you. And every single day when I wake up and I look out at my mountain, I go, where are you, mountain? Sometimes, you know, I can go every, there can be days that I go, wait, where's the mountain? I have, I have a view of Mount Rainier. Where's the mountain? Show me that ice cold one again for a moment. The ice cold one. This one to me, like obviously, no, it was, and it really is, it's snowy. So, and when I take the picture, it, I can't, but this to me is, and this is the best pictures of letting us really understand faith. Just because I cannot see the mountain, just because I feel cold and very separated from the mountain. Just because my emotions do not ring out true. Yes, by faith, I can feel it. No, but you and I know, because since I showed you exactly my example of the trees, you know, because you have seen another picture, Mount Rainier is right there. And so is your promise. See, so 
is your promise. So is the promises of God's word right there. They are true whether you and I feel them, whether we have an emotional attachment to it, whether that we have those clouds that cover, whether in a sense, you know, the thing that can also confuse you just a little bit is that blue sky picture that I showed. The blue sky, it's like, wow, it looks so clear, the blue sky. You can see how beautiful you can see the, 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 the mountain range, but you could not see Mount Rainier. And sometimes you're like, oh, I feel so good. I I feel so close to God. I've been praying in the Holy Spirit. Where is the promise? Right there. It is still right there. It is right there. The promise of God's word for any of your life situations that you have to need. You just have to go, well, what does it have to say? I take the pathway of faith. I choose to take the pathway. Faith is I call those things to be not as though they are. I choose to to really pick the word over other situations. I choose to believe what the word of God has to say. Now, one of the challenges is even bringing forth this understanding of faith is in Hosea 4, 6 says, My people, my girls, my boys are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. A lack of knowledge. We have a promise that we don't know we have. How many promises go unasked? We do not ask, it says in James, so we do not receive. If you do not know you have a promise, you don't ask for the promise. If you don't realize that by his stripes you are healed, you never ask for the promise. If you do not understand the promise that says, me and my household shall be saved, then you don't ask for the promise. And so instead of asking for the promise, you just wander through our life on earth without the beautiful promises of God being activated in your life. And then once you do ask for the promise, many of us get hung up in, in receiving what God has because... You know, people say to me, and maybe they, they'll say to me, they'll go, how long? You know, like, go, how long? Because Mount Rainier is, you know, they fly in, they fly over Mount They go, how close is Mount Rainier, man? Can we go see it right now? And I'm like, well, we can, but it's a two and a half hour drive. It's a two and a half hour drive to get there. And they're like, what? It, it shouldn't be that far. It's just, I can see it. Yes. And sometimes we act like that with faith. We, we believe and we receive, but we don't recognize it's a two and a half hour drive to hold the actual reality in your life. Well, I don't want to go two and a half hours. I don't want to do it that way. That's called faith and patience. That's called faith and patience. And if you and I will recognize faith and, pa- and patience, you will inherit the promises of God. You and I, if we will go, oh my goodness, the promise is there. The promise is there. Show me the one with the rainbow. When you see this one, I just thought this was amazingly beautiful. Because, you know, it's just, can you, it's just such a, it's just so like there that you see. But, I mean, the promise is that if you and I walk by faith, if you and I say, 
God, I, I'm going to see what your word has to say about this issue in my life that I'm not doing great in or that I need to have victory in or that I need to have strength in. I need to know what that promise is. And he says his promises are yes and amen. Once you know his promise, and even though you do not see the result immediately, if, if you do not see the mountain, the promise, the reality in your life, which you know it's there, then you say, oh no, I will not veer off this pathway of success. Of I'm a person that walks by faith and not by sight. Are, is that us? Is that us? Can I just ask you this right now? Because I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I think that you get all, I hope that the picture of faith really gets a hold of you. But some of you all, you say, man, I, I need, I need some, I need that ignited in my life. You know, there's some areas in your life that you're like, I need some strength in almighty God. I need some strength in healing in my life. I need some help in my family. I need to see that. I need to see that in my life. I need to call my family saved. I need to call my body healed. I need to call my emotional, my emotional life a forgiveness given life, a healthy life, a whole life within. I need to call my a business. I need to call my, my profession, my financial part of my life successful and more than enough. And I'm going to set my faith to it tonight. I'm going to set my faith in agreement. Or you might say, oh no, I've already doing that, but man, I'm taking another step up. I'm going to go ahead on and step into that place and, and I'm not going to veer off this pathway. This is the pathway that I'm going to walk. Do you understand my question? I want to pray for you to say, yep, I'm going to just take another step in. Or I need to pray for that healing in my life. Or I need to pray for my family. I need to set my faith in and not, and not be wobbly in it, but really go for it and let the power of God move on my behalf healing but and it's really for anything right now because i'm like there's something about the body of christ the church coming together and we pray and we believe god when we just need to take that next step in and say yeah that's me we love each other we pray for each other and we see good results happen in our life some of you have allowed sickness to really dominate you you've you've had a a recurring sickness in your life and i want to go wait by his stripes you are healed by your stripes, your healed. So if you say, yep, that's me, just lift your hand. If that's you, we're going to pray right now where you're at. Because we love to pray. We love to press in to the things of God. Father, I thank you for every hand that is lifted up. That it takes courage to lift up and say, I'm going to take that next step in. And I'm going to call those things to be not as though they are. And I'm going to start seeing what you see in this situation. I'm going to start seeing my Mount Rainier. I'm gonna, I, I get it, God, that there's going to be sometimes clouds in my way. I know sometimes I'm not going to feel the answer in my life. But Father, I am set on a path of health and wholeness. I'm set on a path for salvation for my family. I'm set on a path for wholeness in my marriage. I'm set on a path for the job and the profession that you have for me in my life that will be more than enough and prosper me and my household. I'm set on that pathway. And God, any other reason that a hand would be lifted that maybe I didn't say those words, but Holy Spirit, you recognize the needs that are being cried out as the hands are being lifted up. God, that you meet their needs in a more than enough way. I thank you, Father, that you say exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or think, it is working according to your power that is working right here and right now. And I just thank you and I praise you for the abundance in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen, amen and amen.